Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Dave is going to produce today on a rainy, rainy day. But you know what? We need some of these because it makes the sunny days all that much nicer, right? Need them. Um, hoping uh, we're going to hear from Gator softball player Cheyenne Lindsay today. And the rest of the day, it'll be us. And there's a couple of things that I – actually, a few things I hope you will chew on with me here over the course of the next couple of hours. One. The madness. It continues tonight. Arkansas is holding up the SEC mantle. We'll see how they do. Uh, But who are your picks tonight in March Madness? Also, now that you've heard, you know, I kind of half-jokingly said the golden era in Gator basketball is beginning. Uh, You've had a day to sort of you know, chew on what this hire is and how he did in the press conference yesterday. Your thoughts now on the hire. Do you think it's going to be a successful one? Do you think that Golden will elevate Florida men's basketball? Also, I don't know um, with spring football practice today, Tell me right now, if you had to rate or rank where Florida football is in the SEC, where would you put it? Best team, second best team, fifth best team, where would you put it? I'd be curious to see what you think as fans the starting point is for Billy Napier. Monday. Is Pro Day. We'll be broadcasting sports scene from there on Monday. And hopefully talking to Billy Napier and maybe some of the guys going through all the drills. So we'll be down at the indoor facility Monday. Also, Florida plays LSU. LSU was beaten last night. Louisiana Tech beat them. Maybe this isn't you know, the strongest LSU team with a new coach? We will see. And then one of my pet peeves, football overtime. Would it matter to you if they played an entire period in overtime or a 10-minute overtime? The problem is in that if you're worried about you know, longevity of the player and, you know, wearing down, that's more time. But but really, how many more games do we have? So we'll talk about all those things. But now we're going to talk Gator softball. Gator softball uh, is doing its usual great stuff, and one of the reasons is this player, Cheyenne Lindsay, and she joins us. Cheyenne, welcome. Thanks for doing this. Hi. Thank you for having me. You got it, Cheyenne. Um, 
let's let's talk about the season first of all uh, from just the, the team standpoint. Uh, terrific record, good start in the SEC. Uh, as you assess the season, Cheyenne, what do you what do you see with this? Um, I think that we're doing pretty good. I really like our team chemistry and just how we play to, together as a team and how we're willing to put everything on the line for each other. So I think we're doing pretty good. Uh, I, I you know when I was fortunate enough when Coach Walton got here, I was still doing Gator softball radio broadcasts. Um, how is as a player Tim Walton to play for? Oh, it's wonderful. He is so uh, knowledgeable about the game and softball, and he's always keeping us up to date with rule changes and making sure that our softball IQ is up to par. So I think it's really great. Uh, you know, the Gator Collective is something that's you know been recently put together, and now you know whether fans like it or not, NIL and those kinds of things are out there. Is that a big factor for you? Is that something that you're in favor of? I'm in favor of it. I just think personally, like as athletes, we spend so much time and energy and being great for the school. And sometimes we don't see as many benefits as we would like for our time and effort. So I think that it's a great opportunity for us to have to be able to capitalize on our NIL if we choose to. Uh, if if you were being recruited now, uh, you were in high school and you were being recruited, would NIL be a big factor for you? Um, I don't think so. I think the my main focus will have still been the same, like the family at, atmosphere, like do I feel comfortable? I don't think that NIL would have like changed my decision any. Uh, you're hitting close to 400, and I don't care if you're playing softball or baseball. That's pretty darn good. Uh, you've had statistically a really nice season, Cheyenne. Where do you think you've improved the most from when you first got here to now? My confidence. I think that I found a level of confidence in my ability that I didn't have before and just trusting myself more. So, yeah, I think that's where I've improved a lot. And, you know, you got, I think with this team, it's great because I don't know if you really hit your long ball stride yet, but, you know, you got Falby, you got Wallace with all those stolen bases. You can hit the long ball. Is this a pretty complete team? Yes, it is. I think that we just are not we're not one dimensional we just have so many aspects that we can pull off we can bun we can hit we can slap we can hit in the uh holes home runs i just think that we have a lot to work with uh playing in the sec is a lot of fun and if, if many believe it's the best league in softball what's it like playing you know really good teams almost every week oh it's so fun like competition day in and day out and like always getting someone's best and always having to give your best to uh, pull off a win. I think that is great, and it's, it really tests you and your character as an athlete. You know, it's really great to see the fan base you all have. They're passionate. They're loyal. Uh, when you go out there and play, do you notice the fan base? Do you notice them there supporting you? Yes, I do. There's, I actually notice like there's a group of fans that kind of stand behind the on deck circle, and they're always like shy money, shy money. So like, <laughs> I always like um, realize, and like I may not turn around and like say anything because I'm kind of locked in, but I do, I do hear them, and I do appreciate it. All right, I'm gonna go back a little bit uh, when you were younger, Cheyenne. Uh, how many other sports did you play, and when did you finally lock into softball? So. I started softball when I was three, and I played softball. Three? Like three, yes. Wow. 
yes. I started then, and I played travel ball from the age of eight, but I also played basketball. I played, I ran track. I played volleyball. And I always was locked into softball. I did it all summers, but I made sure that when I was in school that I played basketball or I played another sport just to keep me in shape. Wow, from three years old. Um, all right, I want to get to know you a little bit off the field, Cheyenne. What do you like to do off the field? What do you want to eventually do in your career? So off the field, like I'm really into like helping others. I actually want to become a pediatric nurse. So I'm really into like healthcare and stuff like that. So that's like my passion is being able to eventually get my nursing degree and help children. But I really like reading books and trying new food places. Wow, that's cool. Last question for you. Um, from a team standpoint, every team is a little bit different in terms of its makeup and its chemistry and all that. Uh, it seems like you all get along really well. There's good chemistry here. Is that so? Yes, it's very much so. I think that we have a really good team chemistry and that we really do love each other genuinely. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did this because uh, I know a lot of Gator softball fans love to see you and the team play. And by the way, let me ask about Tennessee really quickly. Another good SEC team you get this weekend. Yes. I'm excited because, you know, I'm from Tennessee, so it's always interesting to, like, match up with them and get to play in my hometown team. All right. Well, thank you for doing this, Cheyenne. I really appreciate it, and good luck this weekend. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. Thank you, Cheyenne. Uh, how about that? Since the age of three, that's amazing. Uh, Cheyenne Lindsay, and I, I hope that, you know, I really want to thank uh, the Gator Collective for allowing us the chance to talk to some of these student athletes because, you know, we always get to interview them about sports and you know how are you hitting or how are you fielding or whatever but it's really nice it's refreshing for me uh to be able to get to know these kids a little bit um you know on a non-sports basis to see what kind of makes them tick so uh that's really kind of cool the rest of the day it'll be us three nine two eight two five five. you can email s russell at wruf.com sam um scott strickland's not going to be here today i don't know what made you think that he asked a question about uh, to ask him a question. He will not be here today. Um, hopefully he will because I've asked to have him here. Uh, Stewart says, thrilled with Napier and Golden being hired for our highest profile programs. Uh, wins and losses are key, but I feel great about the new beginning. Both seem highly motivated, educated on the steps to success, implementation of steps, execution of the steps, support of the athletes, and energized to raise our programs to the next levels. All while running a clean program. Thanks, Scott, in terms of Scott Strickland. Well, look, if you want to get down to a hire, this is an important hire for Scott Strickland. He did not hire Mike White. He did hire Dan Mullen, and that didn't work out. So, again, this is going to be, you know, his hire on his resume. Let me also congratulate the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. He is the recipient of of this year's Distinguished Citizen Award given out by the Liberty Bowl. He's going to get it at a ceremony in June in Memphis. Uh, I didn't know this. The Liberty Bowl is actually the seventh oldest college football game. Yeah. They created this award uh, to honor prominent Americans from a variety of professions. And uh, 
Paul Bear Bryant, Bobby Bowden, Tony Dungy, Lee Corso, uh, Peyton Manning have been uh, some that have gotten this award. Um, so terrific for him. And there's going to be a dinner and an auction, and all that's going to benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. So congratulations, head ball coach and Steve Spurrier, if you're listening. Really, really cool thing. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. In Gators women's golf, junior Annabelle Fuller was announced this morning as the SEC Golfer of the Week, coming off her best finish yet. This award is the first by a Gator this season. Coming off of an undefeated 3-0 stretch, the number two ranked Gators men's tennis team looks ahead to their lone match of the week. They'll take on the Arkansas Razorbacks tomorrow at 5 o'clock. In the NCAA men's basketball tournament, the Sweet 16 begins tonight with four games on the slate. Be sure to tune in right here at 7 o'clock for live coverage of all the action. And that's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you're thinking about selling your home, selling it is the easy part. But if you're looking to buy a home, well, you still have to do work to get that done as well. Well, don't you want a real estate agent that has a proven track record, the systems and the guarantees for getting you the most money and for finding you your next home? That's why I love recommending Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty for anybody who needs to buy or sell a home. You've been hearing me talk about Scott for a long time, how he has thousands of exclusive buyers, written guarantees, and a proven track record that's going to make your home buying or selling experience smooth, hassle-free, and profitable. He works to put the most money in your pocket. He's got an amazing team behind him, and they'll work hard for you to get you the most money. So call him today, 352-209-0000, or make an appointment. You can go online, CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. That's CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hey, folks, if you've been to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street in Gainesville, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you owe it to yourself to go because you're going to love their food. They believe better ingredients make better meals. Try their classic burger, the Impossible, and the 100% all-natural chicken burger and fresh salads, too. You want a great shake? They've got those, including their new one, a Florida-grown strawberry shake. Open seven days a week. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. 
At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. Well, I started my own restaurant because I love to cook. But that also means a lot of greasy pots and pans. And we can't waste time with endless sink changeovers. So we upgraded to Dawn Professional Pot and Pan. Dawn Professional cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink than the leading competitor. Less dish soap, fewer changeovers, and more time doing what we love. Dawn Professional. It's clean. Upgraded. From P&G Professional. And the Spanish word El Lagarto, which means the lizard. The Florida Gators come from Gainesville, which translates in English to champions. Talk about 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Dick and St. Pete will lead us off. Dick, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good, Good. show, as usual. Hey, um, yeah, I, I, I listened to the press conference yesterday, and I, I really liked him. I think he sounds like he's a cutting-edge guy to me. I mean, um, you know, whenever I hear something like, you know, Billy Donovan gave him endorsement, and I know Mr. Donovan was there, and, and these guys, guys, it sounds like he's a class guy. It sounds like that um, uh, Scott did his due diligence and, and really talked to a lot of people, like he said, and everything kept coming back to, to Golden. And, you know, I'm kind of an older school guy, but I know now analytics, like you look at baseball, you know, they talk about launch angle. They don't care how many times you strike out anymore because they just want the home runs and RBIs. And, you know, football, you got more coaches going for fourth down, regardless of what side of the field it's on. So mm-hmm. analytics is becoming more and more. Uh, prevalent in our game and this guy seems like he's like he talked about you know there's some of the things he sees that we need to, sh- to improve on and shooting was one of them which didn't take rocket science to know that but still it sounds like he's gonna his game is tailored a little bit like donovan it sounds like he likes the three up and down shoot the three instead of the two just inside so i i liked everything i heard about him yesterday you know i mean i, I don't know he hasn't won any games yet and uh as far as coach napier that, that's pretty cool too that he's we had the press conference yesterday watching and giving his support. That was pretty neat. He seems like, you know, at this point he's a, a genuine – he is who he is, you know, who he says he is. And um, I'd put this uh, – as far as the SEC, I'd put us maybe um, – I would say maybe uh, four. On the East, I would put us behind Georgia. And then if you look at the West, I would put us, uh, you know, right now behind Alabama, maybe A&M. Um, over there, I think LSU's got some issues. I think Auburn's got issues. Ole Miss, Kentucky, I still think talent for talent, we're better. Than, I, I would put us around number four. 
Okay. In the uh, in the SEC as far as football. Okay. All right, Dick. Thank All you, right, brother. Yep. Appreciate your Great call, show, man. man. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, let's bring Daryl up here. Hi, Daryl. Hey, Steve. Let me get into basketball real quick before I get into football. Okay. Steve, I think uh, Coach Golden can turn Florida around next year, possibly get them in a tournament. Simple fact, transfer portal, and international players coming in. Yes. Now, you know, it's interesting yesterday. That struck me when he talked about international players. Um, and time will tell. I, you know, frankly, I don't care where they're from as long as, you know, they do the right things and, you know, do what they're supposed to do. Uh, but we'll see what he – I mean, look, it's undoubtedly, undoubtedly he is going to go to the transfer portal. You know, how, now right. how many he gets, you know, how many he loses, we shall soon find out. Steve, I think it would be easier to turn around the basketball program quicker than the football program. Gator fans are just going to have to be patient with Billy Napier. You know, to me, if we go 8-4, and 7-5 and five next year, I consider it – you know, a pretty decent year because I just want to be competitive and, you know, be in ball games and not getting blowed out. And, you know, he's just got to build this roster up with talent, with recruiting and so on. And, you know, it's probably going to take at least two or three years to get Florida back to competing, you know, to go to Atlanta and win the East. Here's the thing that I think bodes well, okay? And I don't mean this to demean anybody, but everybody has the quarterback as the most, you know, and I get, I understand why, okay? Anthony Richardson certainly showed flashes of brilliance and then showed flashes of non-brilliance. Let's be realistic with that young man. Okay, if he wasn't from Gainesville, if we didn't know him, in my opinion, Daryl, there wouldn't be as much scrutiny on him. But because he's a local kid and everybody wants to see him succeed, well, then, you know, a lot of people were clamoring for him to play. But he was injury prone and let's face it, was very green in terms of his development. If you look at Billy Napier's quarterback last year, the lefty, right? He is far from an NFL quarterback. In my opinion, he's got no shot to play quarterback in the NFL. The, the word is, you know, he might try to be a free agent and play wide receiver. Well, look at the quarterback's numbers, Daryl. They're pretty good, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, for the quarterback to be successful, what's your receiving core like? Well, do you see at this point, I'm not saying there won't be, but do you see a clear-cut number one receiver on this team? No. Trent no. Whittemore, is a, you know, he's a go-to guy. Trent's had his issues in the past with being healthy just like AR-15. Right. So, I mean, that's part of the equation, too. But I do think, given what Napier does in terms of the quarterback development you might see, if he's healthy, Richardson's numbers really be pretty good. And that's, I think, what, that's what the Hope of Gator fans is. Well, time will tell, you know, with this football program, Steve. But like I say, I just hope our fan base is patient. But we're our fan base is like everybody else. We're in an era now to where social media, 
You know, everybody expects these teams to win, you know, just because they get a new coach. They should be playing for SEC titles in year one. It doesn't happen that way, Pete. No, and I'm going to bring this up a little later, too, because I'm going to ask that very question from this fan base. I want to see what the reaction is. All right, Steve, I'll let you go. As far as Florida football, I say we're about fifth in the SEC. I mean, right now, it's, it's just going to be a, a slow building process. It's just not going to happen overnight, my man. Okay. Daryl, thank you. Appreciate the call. All right. Fan base, I'm talking to you. I, I don't care what the school is, what the sport is, you're going to have a gamut of fans. You're going to have fans that, kind of like Daryl, are pretty patient. You're going to have fans that are not patient. Some will take to social media. Some will not. But I guess my question to you, the fan base, is where do you think this Gator fan base is? Where, where do you think this fan base is it uh over the top? Is it where most everybody else's is? Because if you believe that the fan base helped drive Mike White away, well, is that a good thing for the fan base? And a lot of people in the fan base say, hey, don't blame me, win more games. And I get it. Shelvin says, thanks for having a softball player on the show. We, the daddies of teenage softball girls, appreciate it. We've been to a game or two this season, hope to make more. As a Dolphin fan, the Tyreek Hill thing better translate into an AFC title game by 2024 because, in my opinion, the fans gave up a bunch to get him. His character issues concern me. He's smaller in stature like Waddle. That worked with Duper and Clayton, but, yeah. Look, if it's always baffled me why... More people do not talk NFL or MLB. That's always baffled me. But if you're a Dolphins fan today, given the roster, would you start Tua or Teddy Bridgewater? And then let me know why. Okay? 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. If you're suffering every day with joint pain, stop and listen. You can get real, lasting relief now with natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative solutions that can restore and repair damaged tissue. No surgery, no drugs. This is the relief you've been hoping for, for your aching hips, knees, shoulders, lower back. The unique protocols at QC Kinetics were created by a physician with years of study in regenerative restorative medicine. They're treating patients every day in hundreds of clinics nationwide with remarkable success, life-changing results, zero downtime. It's the new, better, smarter, non-surgical, non-invasive way to deal with joint pain. And they're right here, ready to help you now. Call for a free consultation. Make this spring and summer your best ever with no joint pain holding you back. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 
There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at The Social at Midtown. It's Jeff Cardozo inviting you to join myself and the Wiley veteran Steve Russell every Wednesday at 11 o'clock right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF for On Deck, a show dedicated exclusively to a sport near and dear to our hearts, that of course, baseball. We're going to give you the ins and outs on everything you need to know about baseball, from the latest to what's going on in Major League Baseball to our boys in the orange and blue. It's On Deck every Wednesday at 11, where we'll knock it out of the park. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. There's a stall front over the Big Bend finally starting to budge, and it's going to move through our area from northwest to southeast throughout the day. And that means we've got an elevated chance for showers and thunderstorms all day as well. Locally heavy rainfall will be possible at times. On top of that, a few rounds of strong thunderstorms will be possible too. Damaging wind gusts will be the biggest threat. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. This Keep it on the down low here. is the Dan Patrick Show. If I'm the Pelicans, I'm not pleased about this. And I don't think a doctor goes, here's your rehab. How about you try to do a Vince Carter dunk? <laughs> you have foot surgery, you're rehabbing your foot, and then you're out there dunking. I wouldn't be pleased about this at all. Because this feels like there's a little disconnect between Zion and the franchise. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. Our thanks to Cheyenne Lindsay from Gators Softball for joining us today. Really fun to have her. Williams says, give me your opinion on why the Reds are tearing down and trading several of their players. Uh, that's a really I'm not a I'm not a Reds fan, but it was surprising to me that they were doing that uh, because they were in the expanded uh, playoffs in there last year so yeah um but you know what here's the you want to if you want to call it like it is one word why they're tearing down money the ownership wants to save money i'm not saying that's right okay 
Um, so 83 wins a year ago. I looked it up. 83 wins, okay, um, that have gotten to the playoffs had the format been 12 teams. And, uh, wow, they have lost Castellanos, Suarez, Wink, uh, Jesse Winker, Wade Miley, Sonny Gray was traded. So uh, that's called tanking. That's called tanking. And look, I've said this a million times. If you tank and then you, but because of that, you won a world championship, then I think fans looking back would say, okay, I'm glad we did. The Houston Astros, perfect example. The Astros, not very long ago, were awful. Look what happened to them, okay? So do you think their fan base even remembers or cares how bad they were? No, they don't. They cared about winning a championship. So that's why, William. But yeah, that's, in my opinion at least, they did it for one reason, money. All right. Let's talk about this. One of the things that's always bothered me, I guess, was with sports being what they are, and we're in the Sweet 16, are you telling me that there's no interest in that for you? Do you have a team you're rooting for? Do you have teams you're rooting for because of your bracket? Unless your bracket's like mine, which I've thrown mine away. But So Seth and I were talking. He had a good idea. Okay, Since it is Sweet 16 weekend, okay, how long do you think it should be before Florida's new men's basketball coach reaches the Sweet 16? What's the leash? What's the length of time? That's what I want to know. And then you can let me know what you think. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. You want to talk a little. We have not talked a lot of MLB uh, because of the work stoppage, but now uh, you're starting to see teams kind of do their thing, you know, sign some people. Uh, we can talk about that as well. But how long do you give the new head coach before you're not happy with him? Give you an example. If Florida's not in the Sweet 16 in three years, this guy's in trouble with a portion of the fan base, in my opinion. If the brand of basketball is better in terms of uh, fun, maybe. Maybe that'll help. Um, all right. Got a couple of emails here. Joseph. Uh, he actually had, my gosh, he has an MLB question. He says, Steve, your Mets are spending like crazy. Is this their year? I am an eternal pessimist when it comes to the Mets because no matter what they seem to do 
you know, Jacob deGrom's hurt, this guy's hurt, whatever. Now, I love the hire of Buck Showalter because I think he'll make that team play hard. That could help. But no, I don't. My expectation for them is never high because I know what's happened in the past. Is that right or wrong? I don't know. But anyway, let's bring Tom in. Hi, Tom. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, I'll talk a little bit of Sweet 16. Uh, I, I've actually done pretty good so far on my bracket. I got Gonzaga, Duke, UCLA, Purdue, Arizona, Villanova, and Providence making it to the Elite Eight. At least that's my hope on my bracket. Okay. And uh, to answer your question about the new coach in Sweet 16, I, I would say three to five years. I mean, I, I I think it would be great if we could make the tournament next year and, and all, but I, I don't think you make a Sweet 16-type uh, team overnight. It just doesn't happen unless you – you kind of hit what? What's the old saying? Dynamite in a bottle, or something. Lightning like that. in a bottle, yeah. Lightning in a bottle. I mean, you know, uh, what happened with Billy getting? You know, what wasn't it? Only uh, Brewer was like the only McDonald's All American on that team. Am I correct? On which team? On the back to back national championship teams. Uh, I think that's right, but don't hold me to that. Yeah. So. You know, it's all a matter of, of getting the right players, just like, you know, Nolan Richardson got the right players that one year in Arkansas and and everything. And uh, let's face it, I, every basketball coach in the country is trying to find that formula. But uh, I, I think it's good that we got somebody new in there. He seems very energetic, willing, willing to try some different things as far as recruiting. Uh, definitely understands you got to put the ball in the basket to win games, at least from what he says. Uh, so I'm lo- I'm looking forward to it, and uh, man, thanks for that softball uh, interview you had. I always enjoy when you get somebody outside the uh, different sports like that on the air. I learn a lot about them and, and all. Thanks for all you do, Steve. Okay, thank you, Tom. I enjoy that too, um, because you don't get a chance sometimes to you know interview athletes like that in that particular forum or in that way. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool. Daniel says he gives the new coach four years. Man. Coach Golden, you listening to that? Four years. Wow. That's a lot of time. I, I will tell you, if they're not in there in four years, I probably won't be doing the show in four years, but I can tell you, Whoever is, yikes. That will not be, who's ever sitting here, it will not be a pleasant day if that's the case. Because that'll just be like, oh, it's the same way when Mike White could just hear it now. So, But I do want to know, again, because it's Sweet 16 weekend, what your thought would be as to the time it would take to get for the new coach to get to the Sweet 16. Ramey, hello. Hey, Steve, long time no talk. Yeah, man, what's up? Let's see, so kind of re- related to the uh, question about what kind of fan base we are, I think, I don't know, man, I've, you know, I'm an 88 grad and a, a 
alum and booster since then. I think I've hopefully matured a little bit on realistic expectations. I think as a fan, I just want to see the program going in the, in the right direction, right? And we talked several times last year when, when I called and kept trying to, for lack of a better word, defend Dan Mullen. And I just said, man, if he wants to be at UF, then I, I think he's, he's the guy, right? But it just seemed like, for whatever reason, he, it didn't appear like he, he seemed like he had lost interest in the program, right? So then as a fan, you, you're sensing the program's not going in the right direction. I obviously think Scott Strickland made the right choice to fire him then and then get a guy that I think gives us hope that everything we've seen so far, he's got to go win games, right? And, and we got to be realistic as a fan base. But I think it, as a fan, I just want to see the program going in, in, in the right direction, right? And so we'll see with, with Billy and the same thing with Todd, right? I, I think – I don't think Mike White had our our basketball program and in, in going in the right direction, right? I, I'm not an unrealistic fan, but over the last three, you know, last year, right, the way we exited from the NCAA and what we saw this year, and he recruited pretty well, and he had guys that just never materialized, like Scotty Lewis and a bunch of other guys. It just seemed like he didn't, Mike White didn't have what it took to really get a, a chemist a team with chemistry to to make a consistent run for championships. And, and I think as a fan, that's all I'm expecting from Todd, right? I don't Three years, maybe, right? I mean, with the transfer portals and, and maybe his style, potentially, like you said, I mean, if he's playing fun ball and they're they're going in the right direction, then we got to be realistic that it could take three, four, five, five years for both him and Billy. Okay. Remy, I appreciate your call. Thank you a lot. When we come back, I'm going to ask this question. How many times when you see a coach – introduced uh, to the fan base and to the media. How many times do you hear the athletic director say, we've hired coach because we want to compete for championships? Compete for championships. You hear that all the time. And I'm not saying that you hire a coach to not compete for championships, but doesn't that elevate the expectation of the fan base. Let me give you an example. Mississippi State just hired a new basketball coach. And I'm sure John Cohen, the AD, got out there and said, we think this coach is going to elevate and and, uh, and have us compete for championships. How realistic is that given Mississippi State's program? So does that play into it? I think it does. But again, I put myself in an AD's place. What are they supposed to say? We want to hire a coach to be mediocre, so now we have this coach. No. But it does put pressure on that coach. Because I went back tomorrow, if I get a chance to do this, I'm going to actually play for you the comments that Dan Mullen made when he was first hired here at his press conference. And I'm going to go back and give you the comments Mike White gave you at the press conference. They're eye-opening. Because, again, when they were hired, right, when Jeremy Foley hired Mike White, when Scott Strickland hired Dan Mullen, they thought they were the right hires. It's fun to go back in time sometimes. 1245, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good 
afternoon. I'm Caitlin Wojcik. NCAA men's basketball tournament action continues as the Sweet 16 kicks off today. Arkansas is in the final SEC team standing in the tournament and will take on Gonzaga tonight. Tune in right here at 7 for live coverage of the Sweet 16 action. Over in Gator Sports, Florida baseball begins its weekend series against LSU tomorrow. The Gators beat Bethune-Cookman Tuesday and are now 16-5 on the season. Gator softball also prepares for a three-game series this weekend against Tennessee. Florida crushed Stetson Tuesday 7-0, marking the team's 11th shutout of the season. And in the NHL, the Lightning are facing off against the Boston Bruins tonight. The Bolts have lost their last two games and are third in the Atlantic Division. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Caitlin Wojcik. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Connection is having whole home coverage with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Connection is also being able to control your Wi-Fi. So when you see a piece of dust crawling across the coffee table and realize it's a bug, you pause the Wi-Fi using your Panoramic Wi-Fi app to call in the cavalry. Who turned off the Wi-Fi? One look and your fearless wife knows. Got it! Pause your Wi-Fi on any device, anytime with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. In certain cases, Panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year, more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Love listening to Gator Sporting Events on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM? Well, you can also hear Mick, Jeff, Steve, Kyle, Tom, and Sky wherever you are. With the WRUF radio app, catch every touchdown, layup, spike, goal, and home run all in the palm of your hand. Gator games on the radio, on the web, and with you no matter where you are with the WRUF radio app. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. If I get the time tomorrow, 
to do this because it looks like it's not going to be a you know a big sports talk day from you. I am going to go back in time and play you some of the things that the coaches who were hired said. And it is pretty eye-opening. You know what they what they said and you think, "Well, it didn't work out or that didn't work or yeah, it's history is a very very good teacher." Spring football practice does continue today. Uh, and after practice today, cornerbacks coach uh, Corey Raymond will be available to the media. And I'm hoping, I really am hoping, uh, that we can talk to some of the assistant coaches up here over the summer, get a chance for you to get to know them and me. Because um, I, I, I really think this, this, this staff has a chance to be pretty darn good. Once again, time will tell. And it's not going to be done overnight, I don't think. But we will see. All right, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. David is up. David, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, like, you've been covering football for a while, and I mean a long time, and, like, I think a lot of people respect your opinion on a lot of things. That's why I kind of had this thought. I wanted to ask you about it. Um, Cause I've only been, I mean, uh, I've been following football for a fraction of the time you have. Um, Cause I'm like fresh college graduate, younger person and everything. But uh, well, I remember watching football growing up at, like when I was younger and, you know, I had, we had a couple championships in UF and, you know, it went UF won one and then LSU won one and UF won one. Then, you know, Alabama kind of went on that run. And it seems like Saban, even to this day, has figured out the science behind sustained success at a university. And from a perspective like me, previous to those, like, couple championships the Gators had in that long, like, kind of SEC run and then the inevitable, like, Alabama run there, um, it seemed like every single year just you had a different wild card team come out of nowhere and they were the, the ones that were – dominant and everything so I, was, I wanted to ask you because it mirrors to me kind of what Belichick did with the Patriots in the NFL Belichick kind of got the science down to what he was doing um, but now we've seen when Brady leaves he has Mac Jones but it's not the same Mac Jones is a good quarterback but it's not the same so we've seen that kind of falter there um, my question is that saving blueprint that is in college you say that Belichick won in the NFL um, is that really the gold standard, or do you think that throughout time you develop these different trends in football and it just seems to be a coach's specific skill set at a period of time that makes them successful? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, look, it's pretty obvious the coach makes all the difference in the world. What's really interesting to me is that I think I'm right in this, and maybe David can back-check me, but I thought I had done this one time. From 2009 through 2021, only four schools in the SEC had won an SEC football championship. Think of that. 
Okay. Alabama, obviously. LSU. Georgia. And Auburn. I think Auburn won in well, they, yeah, they won in twenty ten. That's it. And Auburn's the outlier there because they kind of, you know, lightning in a bottle. But, you know, Alabama's had the same coach. Um, you know, Georgia, you know, more or less. So, I mean, I think it's coach-driven. It's coach-driven. When Florida had Steve Spurrier, who was Florida's big rival in the East? Remember, it was Tennessee, right? Well, SEC champions in the 90s, you know how many schools won SEC championships in the 90s? Three. That's it. And who were the coaches in that time? Right? Philip Fulmer, Steve Spurrier. So, to me, it's not everything because you have to recruit and all that. But, David, it sure is coach-driven. So, my question then being is, um, you have someone like Napier comes in, and I think Napier has taken his time to find – a high-profile head coaching position. I think he might have had some opportunities previously to at least take on larger roles than what he would have had at Louisiana State. Whether you call him high-profile, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think his him taking the time that he took to kind of pick where he wanted to go, do you think that is a um, Saban-esque trait of how Saban, you know, I mean, I don't want to bring up the whole Dolphins thing because Dolphins fans get mad, but. Um, do you think that's kind of uh, Saban esque? No. How he waited his time? No, I don't think. No, I don't. I don't equate that. However, do I think that he waited for the opportunity that he thought was best for him? Yes, I don't think that's Saban esque. I think that's has, has to do with a lot of coaches, right? When when Billy okay. Donovan had John Pelfrey here and Donnie Jones here, well, what happens? When you when you have a successful coaching staff, schools raid that staff. But you got to be careful which job you go to. You know, you don't just jump at the first job. You hopefully pick the job that's going to be where you can be successful. So that's not saving us. That's just kind of, you know, what coaches hopefully do. Gotcha. And then my last question. This is just because uh, the past few days I've seen a lot of uh, mobile. I'll say a lot of them. I've seen a couple of Georgia beat writers trashing the Napier hire. And then in the NFL, I'm seeing a lot of teams who made moves for quarterbacks, um, like Carson Wentz to the Commanders or Trubisky to the Steelers. I'm seeing a lot of sports writers kind of dogging the fans of those franchises for thinking that for not making for the franchise not making plays for Rogers, Wilson or Watson or those bigger names. And so I wanted to ask you from a, a sports, like, commentating and, and um, writing standpoint, uh, what kind of line do you draw from talking about unrealistic expectations to actually, uh, I would say, like, really digging in on the fans, like, in an unprofessional manner? Where does that line get drawn? I'll take that off the air. Okay. You go- yep, thank you, David. Boy, that's a uh, – uh, D, I'm going to get to you, but I want to get to you at the top of the hour so I can give you time. Um, look, here's what a lot of people do not understand, at least in my view. There, You have to be realistic as a franchise in who you go after. First of all, do you have the money? Do you have the resources to go out and get somebody? Three days ago, 
Did anybody think Tyreek Hill would be with the Dolphins? David's a Dolphin fan. Did you even did you even think Tyreek Hill was on the radar of the Dolphins? No, but that was a great thing to wake up to. Yeah, of course. But point is, nobody saw that coming, right? Well, why did it happen? Because the Chiefs couldn't come to a contract agreement with him because of the rest of their team. So now, as an organization, what do we do? Okay? We have to trade him. We can't make, give him the money he wants, so we trade him. So that's part of the equation, too. It isn't that you don't go after somebody. Can you do it? The Dolphins gave up a hell of a lot to get Tyreek Hill. The, the, he better produce. Because if not, this is going to go down as a terrible, terrible trade. On the surface of it, it's great. Man, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but remember, you got Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. And I'm not knocking Tua, but he ain't Patrick Mahomes. So we got to see if this actually works out. I get why the, why the Dolphins did it. I applaud them for doing it. It's going to give Tua another weapon. But, yeah, that's, that, that's a whole can of worms when you start talking about that. But it's a good can of worms to talk about. Our first hour is over. Our thanks to Gator softball player Cheyenne Lindsay for taking her time to be with us. We'll take your calls, questions, and comments in hour two. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver packages fast and affordably so you can give your customers what they want when they need it. We're delivering for one-stop shops, mom and pops, pop-ups, startups, retail, wholesale, large-scale, small biz, big box, customers, customizers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. I love my hardwood floors, but I wasn't sure how to take care of them. Carrying around a bucket was such a hassle. And even worse, my string mop left streaks and haze behind. Then I found Swiffer WetJet Wood, the all-in-one tool made specially for wood floors. Its microfiber-like pad is soft, and it sprays a light mist solution... 
that dries fast. With Swiffer Wet Jet Wood, it's easy to keep up with the mess on my wood floors. <sighs> Even that mess. Swiffer Wet Jet Wood, proud member of the National Wood Floor Association. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. David is producer of the broadcast today. Uh, we will take your phone calls, questions, and comments. Our thanks to Cheyenne Lindsay from Gator Softball for joining us today. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. It's Sweet 16. So with that in mind, Sweet 16 weekend, how long do you give Coach Golden to make the Sweet 16? That's part of what we'll talk about today. But we'll talk about MLB. We'll talk NFL. We'll talk whatever you want. We'll bring D in first. D, hello. Hey, Steve, uh, give my impressions on the coach. Uh, you know, it's hard to ruin an opening press conference. So, um, you know, I think he, he, he said what he, you know, the philosophy that he wants to run. He wants to be up and down, uh, wants to take threes. Uh, you know, he said he wants to have four guys on the court that could pass, shoot, and dribble, which means he wants, you know, multifaceted players that could put pressure on the de- uh, on the defense. And like he said, in the little time he's been here, with the film he's watched the last year's team, uh, the shooting wasn't good enough, as we stated plenty of times, and rebounding wasn't good enough. So, you know, I love the fact that he's, he's going to recruit internationally. Um, you know, there are some good players internationally, so – I just we don't know how it's going to work, Steve. But I I, I see a, a confidence in this guy that his system is going to work, and uh, you know he's got a confidence about him that I like. You know he didn't shy away from the expectation of the fan base. He's like, if we're not here to win championships, then I'd be concerned about that. He was, I don't want to be a middle of the pack type of team. So uh, obviously, time will tell how this plays out. But you know I like what I heard from him. I did too. Uh, and the other thing that struck me, and I don't mean this in any way to disparage another coach, okay? But the guy that I thought Florida would go after was Matt McMahon, and I think a lot of, of other people you know, thought that too. And he ends up going to a place that's got some basketball chops in LSU, but we don't know what the NCAA is going to do. But if you look at the landscape of the SEC coaching hires, it wasn't even close, was it? Right. No. I mean, the no, other guy, and again, guy. they may end up winning you know, national championships. I'm not disparaging them. I'm just saying today, as we look at those coaches, Florida head and shoulders above everybody with the possible exception of McMahon, at least in the way I look at it. Right. So, you know, like I said, it. Remains to be seen. I, I can't wait to see how he does on the recruiting trail uh, and, and what, he, what his staff looks like. But as far as the expectations, Steve, uh, look, man, Iowa, Iowa State won two games last year, and they're in the 316 this year. So it doesn't take three, four years to turn around a program unless you're on, like, the death penalty or something. So, you know, if, if, if he is what he says he is, he can recruit, he can, you know, put his system in place, then it shouldn't take that – uh, it shouldn't take that long to turn around, man. Uh, a new coach, should be, you should be able to immediately see the impact of a new coach, the way I see it. Well, it's going to be interesting because, again, 
the league is pretty good. You know, right. the, the, the Nate Oates and, you know, they're not going away. And they've signed, a lot of those schools have really signed, you know, good classes too. So that would be the only uh, brakes I would put on the speeding vehicle is that, okay, are you going to stay ahead of Missouri and South Carolina and, you know, the other schools that made the hires? Yeah, and probably LSU because of, you know, where they're going to go with the NCAA. But can he break that glass with Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, that is what I want to see. Yep, those, like I've been saying all year, Steve, those those four or five teams were head and shoulders above us this year. So, like you said, man, he's that's who we have to aim to shoot for. Just like in football, you got to beat Georgia and Alabama. Those, if you want to compete for championships, those the teams you got to beat. All Be right. good, Steve. Yep, D, thank you. The great thing about basketball, obviously, is you, there's, you, there's more than four teams. You know, you can... I understand for some people just making the NCAA tournament isn't good enough, but at least in the short term, that's the next goal, isn't it? To get back to the tournament. Isn't that a realistic early goal for him? Gator Man, hello. I know, Doc. Getting back in the tournament, that is a goal. If you're not in the tournament, you can't win it all. That's right. Yeah, he had a great uh, press conference yesterday, but the bottom line is, now all you got to do is just win. But, uh, I'll give you a few predictions for this weekend that I'm feeling pretty sure about. I like Houston over Arizona, 87, 84. I like Gonzaga over Arkansas, 79 to 69. Give me Texas, Texas, and Mike Chichesky home, 72 to 70. Give me Villanova over Michigan, 71 to 69. And as far as the NFL goes, Steve, I tell you what, I saw that one of Tariq Hill left, got signed by the Dolphins yesterday, and I tell you, I got the top ten reasons I am sick and tired of the NFL quarterback getting all the money. Number ten, might as well say they are the GM. Number nine, you got eleven players on offense, not just one. Number eight, too many of them fall apart in the playoffs. Number seven, what about the guy that blocked for them? Number six, what about the guy that catched the ball? Number five, all to do is cry in the offseason and I want a new deal. Number four, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, what is he here in the NFC Championship game? One and four. Number three, have a losing record and get mad when the organization looks for another quarterback. Number two, defense wins championship. And number one, can you name ten great quarterbacks in the league right now? A lot can, Steve. You have a good day. Interman, thank you. However, I, I will say this to you. I get why fans look at money – and productivity, right? That's what, if, if we're talking about business, okay? If I'm a CEO and I'm making $2 million, well then guess what? You expect me to do a good job to earn that $2 million. But let's, the quarterback is the most important position in sports. Can you... There is never, and this is how critical the position is, you would think that there would be 32 dudes who would be really good quarterbacks every year in the NFL. It's never happened, and it never will. Is it just the quarterback's fault? I'm a Jets guy, okay? 
Are you going to tell me Wilson's a bad quarterback? I don't know. Because he has no talent or little talent around him at this point. Aaron Rodgers making all the money he's making. I wonder what Green Bay fans think. Because I'm going to tell you this. Without Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay's got no shot. He's that good. Now, no Devontae Adams. What do they do in the draft? We're going to see what Aaron Rodgers is worth. But if you're a Packers fan, do you really believe that, Gator Man? I don't. Gordon says, how long can I wait till I see what the recruits for next year look like? Well, okay, he says, four years. I'm going to be um, age discriminate here. I think older fans, generally speaking, give more time for coaches than younger ones. Now, if you're on the younger side of that, if you disagree with me, let me know. But I do believe that. And I think back in the day, coaches got a longer period. You know, norm- if you signed a five-year contract back in the day, you normally coached, you got your five years. Well, we don't see that now happen very much at all. That's just how it is. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. You're just tuning in. It's Sweet 16 weekend. Anybody's bracket still pretty good? Mine's off. I, 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 honest to God, threw it in the recycling bin in Tuscaloosa last weekend. That's how bad it is. And I don't know also if you would agree that Florida's higher with the other hires. And I'm not taking, again, I don't know anything about some of the other guys that were hired except for uh, McMahon from Murray State. Chris Jans may end up being a really good hire. The dude from Cleveland State may end up being a really good hire. But I wonder what that did to the needle of their fan base. Wow. Cleveland State's guy. Woo-hoo. That's the, that's the trouble. Now, he, he may end up being great. And it'll be like Billy Donovan. He came from Marshall. Look what he It could be the same thing at Missouri. Who knows? But it's a really, really difficult thing. And as I said two days ago, you don't normally leave a great program to make a lateral move. I'm sure it's happened, but not very often. It doesn't work that way, right? Why would you, if you're, if you're Nick Saban, and I'm, it's an extreme example, if you're Nick Saban, why would you leave Alabama to go to Georgia? What, 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 is, what is that? So you're not going to do that. 113, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Tyler Carmona. Gator Swimming kicked off its individual preliminary sessions of the NCAA National Championship this morning. The competition comes after the men secured the National Championship in the 200 meter medley relay on Wednesday night. 
Gator women's golfer Annabelle Fuller was named the SEC Golfer of the Week this morning. Fuller scored a 67, her lowest round of the season. This is the second time in Fuller's career that she has received this honor. Men's tennis hopes to extend its win streak to 10 on Friday when they take on the Arkansas Razorbacks. The Gators have lost just one point in their past three matches. The men swept Illinois, Mississippi State, and beat Ole Miss 7-1. That's your Sports Center. I'm Tyler Carmona. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast College to see a 310 Northeast 39th Avenue knows what's going on now. Gas prices. They're high. You know it. I know it. We all know it. And they've been through this before. Why? Because they've been in business for over 40 years. They've seen everything. And because of that, they understand the business. They understand the industry. And they're doing their very best to get as wide a variety of vehicles on their lot as can possibly be had. They work at it every single day. And remember, you can check out what's there in a couple of ways. Go see them in person over at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. You can check them out, and you can test drive the vehicles, look them over for yourself. There's salespeople there to help any way they can. Also, online, secars.com. Check them out. All the pertinent information is there for you, price, etc. And remember, they, it's updated all the time. When the, vehicle, when the vehicle comes in, they put it on their website. When it goes out, same thing. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to, good, to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure. It happens once a year. International Diamond Center Spectacular Storewide Spring Sale. Next weekend, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Biggest sale this year. Up to 20% off all rings, all bands, all bracelets, all earrings, all fashion jewelry. Plus, up to three years, zero interest financing. IDC's expanding their amazing selection for this event. Flying in all new collections from the world's top designers. And we're featuring our largest selection ever of GIA certified diamonds. Three days of extraordinary savings. April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth. That, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed, this is what we're gonna do, and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results and you leave with friends. 
This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I'm not sure this is good or bad, but apparently some members of Congress, and I don't know why, they're all Democrats, are going to host a virtual summit with college athletes next week aiming at NCAA reform. I don't know if it's a good idea for Congress to get involved. Lord knows they got enough to do. But it's going to take place Wednesday. Different panels moderated by Democratic senators and representatives with, I guess maybe this is why, because they're the only ones that have proposed active NCAA legislation proposals. Okay? One is going to be the importance of allowing college athletes to collectively bargain. Think of that. To collectively bargain. Another one is on the need to protect the safety and well-being of athletes. And the other is reform in terms of the money that the sport, that the NCAA generates and you know, more along the lines of NIL. So that's going to take place next week. I told you this is coming, and it is. Um, And here is something that's very interesting. Cory Booker is one of the senators, and he's been out in front of this, good or bad. But I do like what he has said here. He said, if the government is going to get involved in this, right, then they also had, in his word, the responsibility to force the NCAA to improve health care and safety measures for athletes, both men and women. Yeah. This is probably the closest thing we've had to government getting involved in this. I don't know what the NCAA thinks, but I don't know that it's good. All right, you had a question for me, David? What is it? Yeah, well, I got a couple different things, and I'll stick on the topic you're on. When, how do you define college athletes now? Are they still amateurs? No. we got NIL? No. But now with collective bargaining, I... How do you collectively bargain when you're playing for three, maybe four years? And that's football, technically, but... Yeah, well, above my pay grade, because... But, I mean, here's... I think what you have to do, David, is collectively bargain for the sport, okay? How can we go in... For example, if you're a union and you collectively bargain, 
you know, you may be collectively bargaining for your own specific, you know, garment workers or whatever that is. So now the specific thing you're collectively bargaining is athletes. What's what? What are our rights? What can we do? So I think that's what is at stake here. And yeah, you're if you're getting money outside, the argument's been made by some that athletes have always been paid because of a scholarship. Okay, you can get a Pell Grant in Florida, you can get a scholarship. And believe me, the cost, if you're out of state and come here and get a scholarship, that's a ton of money, okay? So, I mean, are they getting paid? Yes, they're getting paid. The issue has always been the amount of money these athletes generate and get nothing for it. Imagine me working here and generating money for the radio station and getting nothing for it. Nothing. You know, I get a shirt that says ESPN. Well, I'm not going to like that. I'm going to want, I'm generating money. I want money. Well, that's what this is. So, yeah, they're going to, I've been out in front of this, and I'm, I'm saying to you that there will come a day within the next, I think, year and a half where athletes will be able to collectively bargain. And that's going to that's gonna open up a whole new world when it comes to because you're gonna you're gonna combine that with NIL, right? And now the college athlete, except for having to be academically eligible, is gonna be able to make whatever money. That's coming. That's coming. And I know fans, some fans don't like that because it makes college sports more like Pro sports, but what's your other question? Going back to Golden in the Sweet 16. Let's say this coming year, transition year, doesn't go so well, getting the kinks out. Second year, kind of like an A&M this year, where you should be in the tournament, everyone says you should be in the tournament, and you end up in the NIT, but you win the NIT. Does year three make it a prove-it year? What, what yes. could that do? Oh, yes. If you're, I don't care if you win the NIT. If you don't make the NCAA tournament the first two years, year three is a prove-it year. You better make, with this fan base, you better make the NCAA tournament. There is no question if that happens. Because, you know, that's why Mike White wasn't liked by, by the fan base. Because either he didn't get to the NCAA tournament or didn't get far enough in it to appease some. So if you're the new guy and you haven't made it the first two years, man, year three is whatever whatever word is bigger than huge. That's what it is. Let's get to Rob. Rob, hello. Steve, I got um I got a nugget for you. I need you um I need an answer from you. It's gonna be a tough question, but I think it needs to be and I want your your opinion because you're great at it and I really um, value your your thoughts. Um Women's sports. Um, this swimmer that won, you know, this transgender female mm-hmm. that won the the swimming championships. Um, you know, all the controversy that's gone around that or whatever. What do you feel? Do you think that is um, a women's um, rights issue that that that, that um, for 
because obviously it's not fair, but what are your feelings on that? I mean, it is a tough question, Steve, but it needs to be answered. I don't see an answer for it, and I'm just asking you. Here's the answer that no one likes. Mm-hmm. The answer is that the NCAA has basically washed its hands of this and said it's up to the specific governing bodies of whatever sport to determine the rules. Well, that doesn't satisfy some people. You know, some people think it's an unfair advantage, and I can understand that. If I'm a parent and, you know, I'm going up against a a transgender athlete and I have a daughter, do I think it potentially could be an unfair advantage? Yes. Um, But it's interesting because, and I'm just going to quote him here, Florida's governor, whether you like him or whether you don't, said about the athlete, about uh, Thomas, by allowing men to compete in women's sports, the NCAA is destroying opportunities for women. Now, that's his opinion, but, I mean, that's that's the dilemma, right? Do, do you recognize a transgender as, you know, having a sex change, or do you say, nope, you know, at, at the core, they're still what they were? That's Yeah, and I, I like what you said there, Stephen, and it's a very good answer, but I've, I've listened to Martina Navratilova and um, Chris Jenner, or Christy Jenner now, and they they actually are for not having right. somebody who has a biological advantage no matter what, and that speaks to um, you know their opinion. But I, I kind of lean their way, and Martina Navratilova too, and Billy Jean King. So those are very uh, important women in sports, and they've spoken against it. So. Steve, yeah. you have a great day, and okay. I appreciate your answer, Steve. I really do. Okay. Rob, thank you. I appreciate the question. It's That question is not an easy one. It's not an easy one. Because, look, who am I to judge what somebody wants to do with their life? And I can understand both sides of the equation. Now, you know, why a politician weighs in on this is questionable because it's not sports. Um, But Caitlyn Jenner also did come out and say, as Rob said, that, you know, should not have been able to, uh, was not the rightful winner of the race. Okay. Um, That's not going away either. I don't think... Anybody relishes that, having to make a decision on that. Right, wrong, good, bad, it's not going away. If you have an opinion on it, you can let us know. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes, Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
If you're suffering every day with joint pain, stop and listen. You can get real, lasting relief now with natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative solutions that can restore and repair damaged tissue. No surgery, no drugs. This is the relief you've been hoping for, for your aching hips, knees, shoulders, lower back. The unique protocols of QC Kinetics were created by a physician with years of study in regenerative restorative medicine. They're treating patients every day in hundreds of clinics nationwide with remarkable success, life-changing results, zero downtime. It's the new, better, smarter, non-surgical, non-invasive way to deal with joint pain. And they're right here, ready to help you now. Call for a free consultation. Make this spring and summer your best ever with no joint pain holding you back. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, and you administer insulin three or more times per day, or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life happens, and suddenly you need to sell your home. When life happens and for whatever the reason, you need a real estate advisor you can trust and count on to help you sell your home for the highest price and with the least hassle possible. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I'm sure you know a realtor or two. Everyone does. I know several, but I only trust and endorse one. Let me tell you about my trusted friend and realtor, Scott Caldwell, at your home sold guaranteed realty and why you should call. Scott Caldwell already has thousands of buyers, systems, guarantees, experience, and expertise to help you when you need it most. Fact is, Scott sells 48% faster and for 2.5% more money when compared to other agents, just like he did for Tyler and Julian Ocala for $9,800 over the asking price. When life happens, call a real estate advisor I trust. Call Scott Caldwell at 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. There's a stalled front over the Big Bend finally starting to budge, and it's going to move through our area from northwest to southeast throughout the day. And that means we've got an elevated chance for showers and thunderstorms all day as well. Locally, heavy rainfall will be possible at times. On top of that, a few rounds of strong thunderstorms will be possible too. Damaging wind gusts will be the biggest threat. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Should we act?
actually be giving Rogers credit. He held this organization hostage for a full year. They're the reason why they don't have Devontae Adams. Not get the talent. Beautiful mystery. It's alienated a fan base on Aaron Rodgers to a major degree. Now all of a sudden we're going to come out of this whole thing like, yeah, we deserves more credit. No, giving him more credit. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. Got some good emails here. Tommy says, uh, your discussion about fans complaining is a relevant topic. I'm thinking fans can't help themselves. They're invested in something that fails to meet their expectations and benchmarks, and there's no safety net for their emotions. If they would only pause, wait, and evaluate their comments before posting, it might help uh, and avoid damaging pitfalls of social media. I noticed Mike White didn't thank Gator Nation in his Georgia introduction. That's true, he didn't. Only thanked the UF administration. Conversely, Coach Golden thanked all of his precious constituents. I mean, I think he meant previous constituents. Uh, what does it tell us about Florida fans? Okay. Uh, Andy uh, said, do you think Congress will also be promoting more rights for transgender athletes? Seems to be part of their equality stance. Oh, I think some members of, com- of uh, Congress, Andy, will, depending on you know, where they lean on the question. Uh, Heath says the argument about football players having always been paid because of scholarships is technically right. Reminds me of when record labels wouldn't pay artists, but if they wanted something, they'd just buy it. The company would buy it for them. Or coal miners being paid in coins, only usable at the company store. He said, what's your favorite kind of trick play in football? Just about anyone. I mean, you know, Fumble Ruski was pretty cool. Uh, any kind of trick play that works is cool to me. And he said, can we start a petition that when you retire, we award you the SEC championship trophy from the 80s, the NCAA took away from Florida, no one else is using it for anything. Yeah, sure, you can do that. That's okay, Heath. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll put it in my, uh, in my mantelpiece somewhere. Um, all right, let's get some calls. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, Art emailed and said, uh, "Can you give us some information on LSU baseball?" They went one and two the first uh, uh, SEC weekend and uh, lost last night in a non-league game. They're ranked. So, I mean, it isn't like you're talking about a bad team here. Uh, But as I said yesterday, the thing that surprised me most about them was they're not a very good fielding team. Now, they were at 951, and, uh, you know, that's just, that's okay. Um, Their team ERA is about three and a half. Uh, They hit above 300. They're... They've got 31 homers, which is a few less than Florida. So 
you know, the, 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 look, LSU will be ready to play. And our hope is to get their coach on with us. We've heard nothing from LSU. And I was hoping to get Tennessee's coach, Coach Weekly, to talk softball, but haven't heard anything from them either. So, uh, but anyway, the, the LSU lost 7 6 in extra innings last night. Uh, they had 13 hits last night and just six runs. Louisiana Tech had seven hits. It's interesting, though, both teams are 15 and 6. But uh, La Tech got to the LSU starter, Will Helmers. Uh, he, he pitched one-plus inning, gave up four runs on five hits, but only two, I'm sorry, four were earned. And then the rest of the pitchers, they, they kind of did it by committee because they used, I think, seven pitchers, I think, last night. Um, but Ty Floyd pitched an inning, gave up a hit and a run, but he walked three. And last night, their pitchers walked 11 hitters in losing to Louisiana Tech. They walked 11. So, you know, that didn't bode well. But Morgan, uh, three for six. Cruz, two for five. Uh, Dugas, two for three. They got some pretty good sticks. They had, again, 13 hits, but only managed to score uh, the six runs. So, again, both they come in 15 and six and one and two uh, in SEC play. I, I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. Literally, when I was just talking about Coach Johnson, they just said he can come on tomorrow. I literally just got an email. I'm not making that up. It just came. So we'll hear from Coach Johnson about LSU uh, tomorrow. Peyton says, why has Florida football really ever played a school not from the south in their stadium up north or out west? The other question is, why has Florida never had a Thursday night conference game like the other SEC schools? It's kind of beneath Florida to do that. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way. That Do you see Alabama playing Thursday night games? You don't, right? That's just not the, – the, the better schools don't play Thursday night games. They don't. Um, and why they didn't play, um, you know, the, the South, somebody can correct me who's been here longer than me, but I've been around here for a while – South's always kind of been that way. You know, you kind of play teams, except in the bowl game or, you know, beginning of the year, you know, regionally. But that's changing now because of what the parameters are for the playoff. You know, strength of schedule. So Florida's playing a Utah. I don't think Florida would have played Utah even 10 years ago. But that's what's changed. Daryl says, love listening to college football radio announcers. I see where Gene Deckerhoff is retiring after the FSU spring game. Yes, uh, I'm gonna, I've had Gene on many times. And when I say this about Gene, I say it lovingly. If I had Gene on here, and I plan on doing that, uh, if I asked him one question, that's the only question I would get in. Because Gene can, man, Gene can go. But yeah. 
He's going to retire after the spring game. And a lot of people don't know he is a Gator. A lot of people don't know that, but he is. Um, but certainly, you know, one of the iconic voices of college football. And it's you just don't see that as much anymore. Um, you know, Mick Hubert is certainly in that category for Florida. And that, that uh, ESPN thing they did, I think it was a 30 for 30, on the, you know, great college football announcers in football in the SEC, you know, the, the Larry Munsons of the world and people like that. Um, we were coming home from Alabama, and the Auburn basketball game was on, and my friend Andy Burcham was doing the Alabama broadcast, and Andy and I uh, crossed paths a lot because Andy started with Auburn. Uh, one of the sports he did was women's basketball, and that's a sport that I had done for a long time. So I've known him for a really long time, and he's you know he's paid his dues. But, yeah, I mean, Otis Boggs, you know, my mentor, was here forever um, as the Gator play-by-play voice. Uh, Larry Munson, all those great voices. Um, you don't you don't see that as much anymore, and that's kind of sad, actually, um, that you don't. And uh, Rick had an email about the transgender issue, and he said, uh, "Steve, you seem to be skirting the issue. Uh, what is your specific opinion?" I'm not skirting the issue at all, Rick. I gave you my opinion. I see both sides of this. Who am I? Who am I to say that a person shouldn't change their gender if that's what they feel is right for them to do? I believe in that. Now, as I said, if I had a daughter and and my daughter was going up a trans, against a transgender athlete, yeah, I I see what a potential advantage would be for that athlete. But if the governing body says it's okay to do, unless you file some kind of lawsuit, then that's the way it is. But this issue, in my view, is not going to go away. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Good afternoon. I am TJ Legacy. Florida Gators gymnast Trinity Thomas was named the 2022 SEC Gymnast of the Year. This is her second SEC Gymnast of the Year award, and she is also a part of the All-SEC team. March Madness continues with the Sweet 16 NCAA Men's Tournament. Top-seeded Gonzaga Bulldogs take on the number four seed Arkansas Razorbacks. Coverage of tonight's hardwood action begins right here at 7 p.m. And the Florida Gators claim national championship in the 200 medley relay on day one of the NCAA Men's Swimming and Diving Championships in Atlanta. This is the first time in the program history that the men have won the national championship in the event. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I am TJ Legacy. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. 
Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi protects your connected devices from online threats 24-7. But hey, you're probably safe without it. Probably. Like how that free streaming website was probably not a scam. Someone's probably not stealing your bank info as we speak to buy a four-story Chalet Grand. Yeah, you're probably fine. Or you could know your network is covered with advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. Hey, sports fans. Spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. For baseball to be played. Well, who's on first? Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you. Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. On Deck, presented by the International Diamond Center, with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell, Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator Baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Our final segment, still time for you to chime in, 392-8255. And again, you can email srussell at wruf.com. In case you missed it at the beginning of the show, uh, Steve Spurrier is going to get yet another award. Congratulations to the ball coach. He's going to receive this year's Distinguished Citizen Award given out by the Liberty Bowl. He's going to get that in June uh, at a dinner in Memphis 
and apparently uh, some pretty famous people have won this award before. Um, Bear Bryant, Bobby Bowden, Tony Dungy, Lee Corso, Peyton Manning, um, and proceeds from the dinner they're going to have and an auction are going to benefit St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Um, cool thing. And uh, congratulations to Steve uh, for getting that really, really nice thing. Tomorrow, I, I got to make sure I make time to do this because I'm actually interested. I hope that tomorrow you'll call and uh, talk baseball or softball or whatever. But I am, I'm a big history guy. I was a history minor in college. And I'm going to go back and see if I can locate the audio of when coaches first got here. What were their goals? What did they say, you know, they were going to do? History is a great teacher. And so if I get time tomorrow, uh, I'm going to try to get some of that sound for you and you can hear what it was like when those coaches first came here and were introduced. So that'll be kind of fun. Don't forget Monday, we're going to broadcast live from Gator Pro Day. Hopefully some of the dudes that are out there running and jumping and lifting and all that will get them. Hopefully Billy Napier too. Um, but that'll be on Monday's sports scene. And then Tuesday, we go to Jacksonville for Gator Baseball. Let me also tell you, for Hoop, there it is, fans. This week, coming week, is our last show. Normally, we have it on Monday. This week only, it's going to be on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Okay? So mark that down somewhere so you know that you can talk to Mark Wise. This coming Tuesday, 11 a.m., for Hoop, there it is, the final one we will do. And then for the rest of the year, we'll do the on-deck baseball show. And before you know it, we'll be talking football again. We'll be going inside the huddle. Yeah, that's only about five months away. Time flies when you have fun. All right, let's end uh, with a couple of emails here. I do have time for calls if you get if you uh, want them. But first of all, I'm going to, against my better judgment, I'm going to tell you who's going to win tonight. Because, again, my bracket has been god-awful. But before I do that, this just came out. Deshaun Watson's troubles apparently are not over. A second grand jury in Texas is considering evidence related to another accusation of sexual misconduct against Deshaun Watson. ESPN has confirmed this with the lawyer for the person who's making the complaint. Um, the New York Times is reporting that a county south of Houston has a criminal case pending against Watson. The, the Cleveland Browns, though, say they are aware 
of a potential of a second grand jury. So we will see what happens with this. Remember, if he is not criminally charged here, he still faces these lawsuits, and I think he's going to be suspended by the NFL. Time will tell, but this this cannot be good news for him or for the Browns. We will follow this. Creighton, their basketball coach, Greg McDermott, new basketball deal, multi-year contract. Why? Because he went to the NCAA tournament second round and because teams were sniffing about Greg McDermott. Okay? He's got seven NCAA. I want you to understand this, Gator fans. Okay? Absorb this. The dude is getting a contract extension, right? Let me say that again. A new multi-year contract. He's 276 and 137. Seven NCAA tournament appearances in 12 seasons. He's only made it half the time. A little more than half the time. Seven out of 12 years, he is getting a new multi-year contract for making the NCAA tournament about half the time. Fan expectation, right? I wonder what their fan base is thinking. Now, granted, you know, Creighton is not in the SEC. I understand that. Here's another statistic. Five of his team's have won at least one NCAA tournament game. Sound familiar? Yeah. Now, they do have at least 20 wins in every year but one. But remember, 20 wins there doesn't mean the same a lot of times as 20 wins in a Power 5 league. But isn't it interesting? I saved that for last because it's all perspective, isn't it? It's all in what the expectation is of the school, of the administration, and of the fan base. Maybe there's a a section of their fan base that says, how in the world could he get a new multi-year contract? But he did get into the second round this year. But to the second round this year. Seven tournament appearances in 12 years. They're in the Big East. Good league, Big East. Um, And they lost to Kansas, and they were competitive with Kansas. I think they lost by six to Kansas. But isn't it, I'm just giving you perspective because it's interesting. All right. Um, Tonight, here's what's going to happen. Gonzaga is going to beat Arkansas, and I think beat Arkansas – by double digits. Arkansas really had trouble scoring last game, but I think they'll score more here. Michigan will lose to Villanova. Close. I think a close game. Houston will beat Arizona. I'm probably going to be wrong on that, but I'm just doing it to be... But I mean, Don't underestimate 
Houston. Arizona's really, really good. They're a one seed for a reason. But I love what Houston has done, minus two starters. Think of that, minus two starters. Texas Tech-Duke is hard for me because, you know, whether you like Duke or whether you like Coach K, you know, do you want to see him sort of ride out at least in the Final Four in his last season? You kind of do. But I think Texas Tech beats him tonight. I hope I'm wrong on that. So remember, tomorrow when you listen to the show, I picked Gonzaga, Villanova, Texas Tech, and Houston. And I'm probably going to be wrong, like I've been wrong for this entire tournament bracket. But that's – and, and I'm, I'm kind of picking upsets because at this point, what do you have to lose? I have nothing to lose in my bracket because it isn't even close to being where it should be. But we'll see. Uh, Ryan, I agree with you. It's none of my business if somebody chooses to reassign his or her gender – but no, no hormone pill can negate the muscular and molecular structure one is born with. Men athletes in general are bigger, stronger, faster. No shame in that. It's akin to showing up at Daytona with an Indy car that runs 250 miles an hour and putting it on the track with stock cars with restrictor plates to top out at 200 miles an hour. It's, the, it's just not a fair race, and the NCAA should be ashamed. Okay? Certainly understand. Um, tomorrow on the show... Uh, Coach Johnson from LSU uh, will be with us right at the top of the show. So he'll be with us, and we will take a look at what happened tonight in the NCAA tournament and get your thoughts about it tomorrow as well. And once again, I hope I'm going to get you some, go back a little history and let you hear some comments from coaches that have been hired here to see what they had to say when they were hired. Thanks to David for producing today. Thanks for Cheyenne Lindsay from Gators Softball for stopping on by. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.